to episode 30 of Black Band T-Shirt Podcast, our Father's Day special, where we are covering the 11 albums of Supertramp. We're halfway there and living on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> um, <laughs> we welcome Chris's dad, uh, Tim, onto the podcast. Hello. And uh, in case he didn't join us for part one. But uh, yeah, next up, uh, as we're going in chronological order, is probably their biggest album in terms it's, of sales yeah certainly most commercial wouldn't it yes yeah. it's the it's the album that contains their only two top 10 uk singles mm-hmm. uh so yeah generally their 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 commercial peak yeah um and chris and i's number one breakfast in america this starts really well i love mm-hmm. the opening four of this record mm-hmm. you've got gone hollywood uh, which yeah again does bring back the musical theatre type yeah. tinges that I'd had a problem with with um, Falls Overture mm-hmm. but I like it here and what well, and it's well because it's not 10 minutes long <laughs> <laughs> probably <Yeah. laughs> and full of uh, noise but yeah I, it's interesting I did I hadn't brought up the musical theatre thing before but I something I had thought about was that this and Crime of the Century I think would both be albums or Supertrap generally uh, that could quite easily be made into one of these jukebox musicals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't yeah. think Supertramp have quite got the pull. No, to pull to, for someone to take the risk on doing <laughs> it, which is a shame because actually I think a lot of their songs would lend themselves to something mm, like that mm, really mm. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be the one to do it because it's the most yeah. famous and well known. Yeah, for sure. Sure, you could make something around breakfast in America. You could make a story mm. up, couldn't you? So you got um, yeah, Gone Hollywood into the logical song, which yeah. is my number one. Snap. Snap. It's wormed its way into my head completely. It's I just, cannot yeah. stop singing it. <laughs> it's, it's one of those as well that I, when we started doing this, I, I kind of thought to myself, uh, you know, it's probably not going to be my best song on there. It's just the one mm. that I know the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it, you forget how many little bits to it there mm-hmm. are and, and how much is going on in that song. It is great. Um, into Goodbye Stranger and then uh, the title track Breakfast in America. Yeah. But... Uh, I really don't like the way. You... <laughs> yeah. no, Breakfast in America is okay. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about after that. No. Oh, right. Off a cliff in terms of the rest of the album. Mm. There are moments. Uh, I just want to talk about Breakfast yeah. in America uh, itself first. I don't like the way he sings "Mummy dear, Mummy dear." <laughs> Hate that. <laughs> Where are they from? Supertramp in England. Are they London? They're, yeah, kind of south, generally, I think. Right. Um, uh, one of them was Swindon. Davis is Swindon. Right. right. I'm not sure where Hodgson's from. Right. Um, maybe they're not south. I don't want to say that. In case because there, there, there are odd accented moments. Yeah. I think um, on casual conversations, he sounds a bit like Mick Hucknall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's obviously yeah, a Mancunian. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, but... Um, yeah, what else did I like here? So, yeah, like I said, um, Logical Song is my number one, but Just Another Nervous Wreck made my number two. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I did I did quite like that one, but yeah, nowhere near my top three. Mm. Mm. I mean, my overall, I'll just say at this point, my worst thing about the album in general is just that it's extremely top-heavy. Yes. Like, as much as it is my number one, I do obviously like pretty much every song on here. Mm-hmm. The best ones are all at the beginning. Definitely. Or at least the ones that stick with you the most. Yeah. And mm. I, I mean that's probably why it's such a commercial commercial smash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Load, uh, yeah, load up the top. Bob's your uncle. Um, what are your highlights here, Tim? 
Well, my, my highlights uh, are intro into A Long Way Home mm-hmm. and Logical Song, actually. I think they're really good, really good starts to songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Breakfast in America. Uh, I've never been keen on Breakfast in America, mm. the track. Mm. A bit too too far on the quirky side. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just because I associate it with that cool Fall Out Boy song. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. And like, don't just, don't you look at my girlfriend and like, well, I haven't got a lot. Yeah, it's, like, it's all a bit misogynistic. Isn't it? it is. Like, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I just I, it's the one song of theirs that I think is just like nothing else. Yeah. It's so yeah. difficult to say what else it sounds like because mm-hmm. there isn't really anything. Yeah. Mm. It's it's so odd. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where it's come from. I don't Considering know. it is really catchy and it's got these pop hooks, it is yeah. such an odd song. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit too. It's a bit too umpa pa umpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I've said. I've. I mean, I've described quite a lot of Hodgson songs. It's been almost like a carnival parade type feel mm. to them in the rhythms and things. And this is like, yeah, the, the yeah, pinnacle yeah, yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, something I noticed when uh, it first came on that I've never noticed before is how similar No Doubts Don't Speak intro is ha. to the intro of Breakfast in America. <laughs> it's exactly the same. How is it? It's not a sample, <laughs> but it's exactly the same. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, your logical song's my favourite. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like... Lord, is it mine? Um, that's my that's, worst. That's my number three. That's my worst here. Oh, I've, just like got, I've just got. I've just got next to it a puking emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no, you see, I've put, I've put it's no, their it's first warm. proper ballad on the album, but it's yeah. one of their best ballads, I think, across the whole lot. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. where I finally got sick of the happy clappy god loving bullshit maybe <laughs> yeah I mean ignore the lyrics the, mm. the song's lovely I do think it's one of his best vocal performances because mm-hmm. it's a re- like what, the, the, the the reverse of what I've just said about the kind of over the top carnival ones mm-hmm. I think this is one of the ones where you get a rare glimpse of hi- him getting proper emotion actually into his vocal yeah mm-hmm. that feels yeah, quite I, genuine I, I felt that and good harmonies in it as well yeah um, Take the Long Way Home is is my number two I think that's yeah. And what a way to start side two, you know. Mm, obviously, mm. I got on vinyl, and you you put that on, and that's a yeah. There's a, the big bass note on the piano, and then the, the ding 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 coming in yeah. after it. It's just a really good song, almost like Dixieland then, jazz style yeah. stuff going on later, which you can't not enjoy. And then a, yeah. a good harmonica. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. not the old Bob Dylan suck blow suck blow. This is like <laughs> this is like this is some good harmonica playing here. <laughs> that is my number three. Take the long way home. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not made my top three now. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's your three? I've got Goodbye Stranger as number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got. Is that know, too too far on that side for you as well? No. Do you know I quite liked it, but I I can't get away from I've got this mental image in my head when it came out. Mm. I was an apprentice at a print factory in Kingston, mm-hmm. and there's a fella there um, who was a bit geeky, mm-hmm. and whenever he came on, he used to whack the radio up, stand there singing into his screwdriver. <laughs> Oh, that would ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, and now, whenever it comes on, all I can see is him. <laughs> it's just gone now. I, I mean, this is the one as well where the BG's falsetto is back in full force. Mm, mm. Uh, some brilliant wah wah funk strumming going on in the guitar. <laughs> yeah. That one, that's something they use quite a lot. We've not really mentioned. Yeah, I, just, I think again, maybe similarly to. Um, what song was it we were talking about before? Where, uh, Another Man's Woman. Yeah, oh yeah. I quite like 
like the, the whole the whole second half of it as, right. it as it kind of builds up and yeah, things yeah. i think is really really cool and you've got the again sort of buckingham Leonard skinnard allman brothers mm. styles <laughs> southern rock guitar solo going all over the end of it which i'm always going to enjoy i, th- I think that's the thing with a lot of super champ songs is like they tend to sort of be two-part songs certainly mm. the, the big this is where the prog thing comes big, in, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. And, and the second half always tends to be like a bit of a sort of um, a light and shade and then a big build-up and a, and, a, and a nice big finish to it. And, mm. um, yeah, I like that sort of... It's, it's just different from the normal sort of verse-chorus, 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 middle-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And end. I mean, and having said that, like, I've just realised as well that, so the Goodbye, Goodbye Strangers thing, did you realise what the original album was going to be? I found this out reading about it. No. So there, it was... Davis wanted to make an album called Hello Stranger. All right. About and the whole song, the whole album was going to be a concept album about uh, the differences between him and Roger. Roger. All right. Wow. Basically, um, and Hodgson basically convinced him and said, "No, let's just do an album of fun songs." Yeah. <laughs> Based on the success of Give a Little Bit and stuff like that, it's like, yeah. "No, let's just do an a silly album full of just fun." stuff i bet mm-hmm. the record company uh, um were really to hear that as well yeah and hence hence the like the the cover which is really kind of tongue-in-cheek with the, yeah. the american waitress oh libby on the front the holding the bloody tray up yeah. like so i mean clearly the correct decision we've replaced palum's siren <laughs> with, with linecroft closest next door neighbor piano playing <laughs> <laughs> that reminds Enjoy that everybody yeah that reminds yeah, me of... It uh, gives, gives the podcast an improv jazz feel. Yes. It's like the, it's a, an early police track. Um, does everybody look at you the way I look at you or whatever it's mm. called? I can't remember it's called now, an early mm-hmm. album. And, and, and the start of it is Stuart Copeland playing the piano in his home okay. to Sting, which they recorded. And then in the background, his neighbour, who's an opera singer, starts singing an, op- <laughs> an opera song. Oh, over the... T- uh, uh, and it sort of fits in with what he was playing on the piano. It's, it's amazing, and they kept it in the, yeah, yeah. the song. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. A bit of, bit of back, piano background for you there. Lovely. <laughs> but that sort of sidetrack brings me on to my ultimate point here, which Chris mm. kind of sums up this episode. This is the number one album we've had the least to say about. Mm. Yeah, all probably of the, all of them we've done. Maybe since Gojira. Yeah, probably. It's good. It's not that good. I realised it's it's, good, it no, wasn't no. my number one until <laughs> second listen through when I realised, no, this is the one that I'd be most likely to put on as a whole album. I agree. In the future. It'd be the album I'd most want to put on to sell Supertramp to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the most oh, really? accessible. Because yeah. I think it's the most accessible. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Which was the aim of it, wasn't it? That's the mm. point. Yeah. 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 And I think a big part of that, actually, we've not mentioned as well, the production on this one is incredibly good. Mm. And got mm. like it won it won awards and things for for the production and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, mm. it's it's so clean. Yes, for a band that have a lot going on a lot of the time, mm-hmm. it sounds really really good. And what, so, what's your worst then? The example where that's not so much the case: Child of Vision. Yes. <laughs> so I've got Oh Darling, Stroke Child of Vision has been the worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oh Darling. I mean, Rick Davis. I mean, those lyrics. Yeah, as well, properly like, just oh plummets goodness. the quality of the album. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> I'm going to get you, lady. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet. So it makes your skin grow. <laughs> Grotty. <laughs> Grotty Davis. 
I mean, yeah, a child of vision. I just oh. like it's just, it's them not being able to let go of their proggy epic closers, basically. And yeah. it sound that intro, the synths and the reverby drums mm. made me think of like Europe. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it just does not fit with everything else. <laughs> really yeah. weird. So I mean, yeah, there's an element of sort of recapturing um, parts of the crime of the century yeah. sound, but yeah. not. But, but with modern sure. instrumentation, it just yeah. makes it actually sound more dated than yep. Crime of the Century. Um, Bang on. The bass mm. playing's the highlight of it for me, of that song. Mm. I mean, bass playing's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise. And um, you've got uh, John Helliwell, who's like usually the sax Wood- and woodwinds and, woodwinds and things, cetera, yeah. does some vocals on this one, and I don't really know oh. why. <laughs> what, answering vocals? Yeah, he does some of the, like back and forth in one of the oh, verses yeah. or something right. it's like he doesn't have a very good voice I'm not really sure <laughs> it was just I don't know let's give him a part why not yeah <laughs> yeah famous yeah. last words are we ready to move on yeah I think yeah. so cool. I think that's it like it is our number one and I think mm. most of that is really is based on the quality of those first four songs yeah uh, and everything else not being terrible until yeah. the end pretty much yeah <laughs> um where was uh, it? I can't remember. Sorry, where was it for you, Dad, in the end, Brexit in America? Number three? Uh, three, yeah. 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 Only because the others were a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Um, we were talking Eesh. last week, uh, last time, um, about accidental mm. last albums. Whereas, don't mm. think this one was. Well, well I like I this. Think it was. I, I, I'll, accidental no 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 I like this as an end to the mm-hmm. Hodgson Davis yeah and he knew, like they, they like they had had a conversation and Hodgson had said I don't think we need we should do this again mm-hmm. oh, okay like hence. they knew it was the last album so hence the title. It, it was new they knew it was their last album mm-hmm. basically yeah and 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 am I right other than the self-titled album is this the only album that is got a title to the album which isn't one of the tracks Ah, oh, I didn't think about that. All oh, right, because no, there's no yeah. song called "Famous Last Words." Right. Yeah, it must hence, be. hence what you're saying about the old narrative of this is the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, that's I just got to say as well. That's that's my worst thing about it. I think there's some. I do think there are some good songs on here actually. Yeah. And the more the more I listen through to this album, the more I pitch songs out that I thought actually no, that's pretty decent. Mm. Um, the problem is, this is it's at this point they were not collaboratively writing at all yes no it was basically two solo eps yeah and it's the only album as well where the songs just alternate hodgson davis hodgson davis so they yeah, basically yeah. took their two eps they've both written and went slotted them together there's mm-hmm. your album and as a result it's a mess yeah yeah it's two, it's two different ideas and um another worst part as well for the first time in a while um like especially if they're just as they just hit their commercial mm. peak with, with breakfast in america yeah. there's no big singles here no well, there's there's mm. there's one mm. in it's raining again, mm-hmm. which is horrible. Which I've, I mean, I've got as my number two, oh. but <laughs> but the reason it's my number two is is purely the song and the songwriting. It's it's a brilliant pop song, but mm. the production is horrible. Yeah, okay. it sounds mm. like a child's nursery rhyme. It's basically a nursery rhyme, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, they even come in with it at the end, didn't they? Let's not talk about the ending. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> it's raining. My, it's... my worst here is my kind of lady. 
That's also my worst. (laughs) David Dave is at his absolute worst. And don't worry, there's plenty more to come (sighs) of that. I've put the return of Rick, the gift to women. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he sees himself in these songs. Hey, you're my kind of lady. You are lucky. Watch her run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My worst is actually Bonnie, another Rick Davis classic. Yeah, I don't enjoy that either. No. Terrible. Well, and and I really that was a really good example of. So he wanted to go back to doing a kind of, in his words, heavy prog rock mm. album, and and Hodgson wanted to do another Breakfast in America, America. and so the whole thing is just like, what is what's going on here? <laughs> um, lyrical uh, nadir for mm. me is uh, célébon. <laughs> Terrible, annoyingly catchy. Yeah, um, yeah. See, annoyingly, I got it as number three just because it's catchy. It is. It's one that has stuck in my head, but, but the lyrics terrible. are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> a hippie song. Sailor really born, sailing on and on. Yeah. Oh God! Could have been Christopher Cross, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Dreadful uh, flop, frongley. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice again, start not the end of that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, um, what do I like here, though? Number three, um, I've gone for Waiting So Long. Snap. Oh. I like the Floyd-esque histrionics at the end. Right, yeah, that's my number two. Lovely. Two is Crazy. All right, yeah, that's just outside Fine, my yeah. Three. I've not got it in my top three, but yeah, mm-hmm. no problem with it. And uh, number for number one, I've got uh, Don't Leave Me Now. Uh, same. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. Cool. I've got Don't Leave Me Now. Nah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not for you. I mean, no. it's very, it is very proggy again. Mm-hmm. That one, isn't it? It's one. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's. But, weird, one, but that, weirdly, is a Hodgson one. That one. Mm. But that's one of the tracks where I think the drumming is just like. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Bob's drumming on that one doesn't really work. In, it, it's it doesn't flow at all. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that needed it, but yeah, what do I know? Actually, weird. I've I've actually put a note on this one about the drumming being excellent throughout, keeping the momentum going. Right. Okay. Yeah. But but it doesn't change much. No. But then, yeah, don't leave me now. Essentially, the whole way through, it's boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. There's quite a lot of little fills fil- and things going on, though. Yeah. But I. Uh, so you're, you're going to hate me, but my favourite is Know Who You Are, which okay. I, I know isn't up your street because it's, a, it's a, another Hodgson ballad. Right. That'd be my number four. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, so it's, it, it's not like I. Well, no, the Davis ballads are worse. Definitely. They are. Not, yes. I thought No Who You Are was a Davis one. No. No, it's a Hodgson one. Oh, okay. No Who You Are. No, it's not that I d- despise them particularly. It's just that they just do nothing for me. Right, yeah, yeah. On the whole. Mm, yeah. More apathy. Mm. Yes. And, uh, than hatred. With, um, um, okay. with Don't Leave Me Now, I was just going to say, I think that's a good example of the whole two EPs being meshed together thing and that you've yeah. basically got, they've each got a big closing song. Mm. You've got waiting so long and don't leave me now. Both yeah. be, would be great as yeah. album closers. Yeah, and you just got one after the other. So that's the only negative that I'd say is that actually it means that the impact of both of them is kind mm. of reduced slightly. And, that, and actually, for me, Rick's is better than Rogers on that. I, I prefer so waiting, waiting so long, so long over don't leave me now. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think I'd prefer that to be the actual closer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Terrible cover. Yeah, <laughs> the, the tightrope being cut. cut with scissors. What are you trying to say? Yeah. I don't understand. 
who's who's got the scissors? Who's on the tightrope? Uh, yeah. I was saying I was saying to Dad and Carl earlier. It was interesting that there's the, a little interview from about ten years ago that I uh, found with Roger Hodgson, and in that he insisted that the reason he left Supertramp was to concentrate on being a dad. Mm. Don't bullshit us, Rog. You've hated each other at this point. Come on. Well, I, I, couldn't even sit in the same room to write songs together. I saw that brief interview about Roger talking about famous last words yeah. and how he said for him, for him, for him, which is exactly what I felt, yeah. it wasn't a progression no. from Breakfast in America. Mm. It wasn't even the same. It was a it was a, it was a downturn. A regression, yeah. Yeah, and he said there were... <laughs> Ignore the drilling. <laughs> Next door, he'd gone and work in his house for six years. Great, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so Roger thought that that famous last words was was worse than Breakfast in America, which it was, mm. and he felt it was weak. And a lot of songs, a lot of songs that he were written didn't make it on the album. Yeah, which he thought was stronger. Mm. Which, as you say, and likewise, there's well, <laughs> brother, where you bound, the song was originally written, Davis wrote it for this album. Right. And it was 10 minutes long at that point. We'll come on to in a moment oh, that's what right. happened there. Yeah, um, it was a collaboration between them, wasn't it? No, it was just Davis's, oh, but Hodgson kept it off the album. Oh, really? He managed to keep it oh, off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, so Davis thought, I'm going to put it on and made it longer yeah. and longer still. Yeah. But yeah, so interesting that Roger agrees with most other people that... Yeah, I read something from him saying that he wishes it hadn't been released. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And can you imagine they were touring the album, knowing mm. that you're going to be finishing? So. Yeah, yeah, which is quite a shame, isn't it, for that to be his mm. his swan song is something yeah. that he's not actually proud of. And mm. yeah, but I mean, it clearly wasn't to stop playing music that he left because he then had a solo career almost immediately afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, brother, where are you bound? Down the hill. <sighs> Get in the bin. Like a cannonball rolling downhill. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Chris, what do you think to this? Cannonball set alarm bell straight away with its introduction like cut the crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so where The Clash ended up ending their career with cut the crap, just overlaying hideous electronics and modern synths, Supertramp managed to do with three albums in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I like this you know what this made me think of the most hmm. was an alternative timeline different dimension where um uh Peter Gabriel leaves Genesis hmm. and Phil Collins can't write a decent hook. <laughs> He actually managed to pull some of Genesis's biggest singles out yeah. of that time. Mm-hmm. Davis did not <laughs> manage to do the same with Supertramp. <laughs> this, 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 this was the album for me that made me most think of of Genesis and that kind of comparison from that era. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's just I. Th- the biggest criticism I can give this album is the first thing I realised about it. About halfway through, I had to pause it, run and tell Nicky straight away, I've realised, I've realised what it is. This is the Supertramp album that I can most realistically envision Alan Partridge listening to as he drives down the motorway. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. No, I think you're probably right. Not in the slightest. (laughs) 
only the band Supertramp could have been. <laughs> the, dri- the driving gloves are on. He's punching the air through the open window. Jet! <laughs> Brother, where you're bound is playing. And it's only six tracks. Yeah. Wow. Because one, one, of them is, one of them is like half an hour long. 16 minutes. He, yeah. he, 16 minutes. 16 <sighs> That's insane. <laughs> and it's all crap. Well, do you know what? It's I don't messy mind, as hell. I don't mind the first eight minutes. Mm. And then just pull it. Just pull the plug. Pull it. What, you, uh, what's mad as well is you've got um, yeah. Scott Gorham of Thin Lizzy yeah. doing rhythm guitar on that one. Yeah. Mm. You've got a solo from Gilmore yeah. <laughs> on the last eight minutes, which I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if I hadn't read that, I wouldn't have had a clue no. that they were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waste. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I've also put that in the middle. There's that bit with random chaotic noises and things. Yeah, you know the kind of stuff that Mars Volta do. But mm. well, yeah. <laughs> that made me. Th- I just thought this is like someone doing a bad impression of interpretive jazz. Mm. Oh wait, it is. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I've got Cannonball as my number one. I have just because right. it's, it's only because it's the only song that sort of really grooves at all. Yeah, it's and, this one salvageable track. Yeah, yeah. And again, interestingly, that's the only track from Brother Where You're Bound is on the retrospective album. Right. Greatest hits mm-hmm. thing. Oh, I sorry, I'm I'm wrong. I actually put Ever Open Door as my top, the last one, just because it's the one with the least instruments on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a simple ballad. You two are going to murder me. They're your worst. No, no, no. Top. Oh, yeah. Still in love. Uh, Doesn't go in there. No. Really, hmm. I've got I've got barely any notes to that. I've just said the sax returns a big old eighties blues rock song. Nope, I just hate all of this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, that's, that's just one that hate you least. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, no in between. My only notes are this song's been playing for three minutes and it hadn't even registered in my head <laughs> that it had started. What utter bilge! Do you know what I've put for no in between? A repeat of still in love. Yeah. I hadn't realised one had stopped and the other one yeah. started. No idea. No, it's a shame. Again, a weird accent, uh, accenting when he's uh, in better days when he says "good skulls." I mean, there's oh, a right. there's a few later on that I noticed that he does just to make things rhyme. Right. Yeah, this so, is one. Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> it's not that he's got a weird accent; it's just that he can't yeah. write. No. <laughs> so he's just making whatever word he wants to say rhyme with the previous line. <laughs> Hi, yeah. my name's Richard and I like to play piano. <laughs> I play in a band called Super Traum. Mm. <laughs> like. See, see I, I romantically hope that, that um, Ever Open Door was like a bit of a message to Roger. I right. thought that could be, yeah. yeah okay. the, the lines like, I want my friends to come calling, I'll keep um, a welcome outside my door, etc., etc. Mm. Like, yes, we disagree musically, but... <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't don't desert me, but I'm not, I, not, I, think, I don't think it worked. I thought it was a song about being lonely and having no one to spend time with. I've just said they might come around more if you stop making them listen to terrible 16-minute-long noise prog <laughs> rock songs, Roger and Richard. <laughs> yeah, he blew it, didn't he? He blew it, didn't he? This is shit. Let's move on. Yeah, Free as a bird. Also um, shit. <laughs> let's, I mean, we really need to say as little as possible about Free as a bird because it is so bad. Oh, my God. So I'm bad. begging you. Little Middle Isle version of You Can Call Me Owl. Yeah. The Cod Calypso shit and it's all right. <sighs> the, um, I, so this is the, this one and probably Slow Motion uh, albums where best song mm. 
that I've had to just choose one and I've put in my notes, I've chosen one and I've gone if I have to. And I'd really rather not put it on the playlist. Yeah. Because there's no songs on here I think are good enough for that. Yeah. Now, can we not put any of these on your playlist? Yeah. yeah. No, um, let, let's only put the best songs from the good era because <laughs> no one needs to listen to these. And Scooter's cover of the logical. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, three of them. I, I, I mean, it, it's it's probably the worst album I have ever had to listen to all the way through. <laughs> wow, and that's from a Supertramp fan. Yeah, because, <laughs> because like you said to me earlier, this it's not Supertramp. There's not, nothing no. about this that is identifiable well, as Supertramp. The Wikipedia genre, right, is listed as pop, dance pop, synth pop. Yeah. Since mm. when was that ever fucking Supertramp? <laughs> so oh, man, yeah, cloud. <laughs> it's giving me mad now. Rick, call yourself another band. If it's a side project, then call it something different. Yeah. Because he said it was experimental. They wanted mm. to do something, try something different. And the recording method was everyone went in individually, mm-hmm. did their own bits. Without? Without, without yeah. anyone else there. Then other people went in and did their own bits on top. You wanted you to tell. see what happened. And yeah. What happened was a pile of crap. I mean, it says a lot that this was this is the only album we've covered so far mm-hmm. that I have ended up skipping through most mm. of the songs mm. while writing my notes. Yeah. I couldn't face listening to the no. whole song. Because some of them are so long as yeah. well. Still. How about that keyboard rip-off of It's a Kind of Magic? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I noticed that. Yeah, my, my least appalling song, yeah. uh, like, 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 yeah. like, like you put, is Where I Stand With You. Um, I've got a thing for you. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Ironically, given what you were saying about Ever Open Door, this seems to be the Now I'm Bitter album. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never Can Tell With Friends. It's fine that it's left. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Likewise, with An Awful Thing To Waste. Yeah. 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 So, Awful Thing Absolutely. To Waste. This is where I've got to jump in at this point with what you were saying about the genre and all this kind of thing. I, I realised... Only at the end of an awful thing to waste, where you've got the big guitar solo outro. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that. I was thinking that's that's a direct Lindsay Buckingham solo ripper. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I realised, hang on a minute. I went and had a look. Tango in the Night mm-hmm. came out six months before this. Oh right, which is a big Americana rock band yeah. making an eighties comeback yeah. by reinventing themselves as a synth pop mm-hmm. electronic band. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like it's going to work. <laughs> this is like, yeah. This is again like Paul said on the REM episode. This is the Homer's barbecue version of that album. <laughs> Possibly even more so than that REM example. Like it's it's too much of a coincidence for that not to be what's happened here. Mm. Yeah, that sums up perfectly. Anything more to say yeah. than that? No, get, no. get uh, gone. The only reason why some things never change is below it for me is because... Yeah, which is mad. Yeah, let's get into this. Three is a, three is a bird is at least only 44 minutes long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is 70 fucking minutes long. So it's an endurance space. Yeah, the length was an issue. That's what she said. But <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, it's cool to write a chorus now and again, lads. Just saying. Um, it's what? It's cool to write a chorus now and again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, um. I've got it. I've got it above. I've got this. I've got something's never changed above. Brother, where you're bound, slow motion and free as a bird. Hmm. And I think the reason being, it's uh, it. They've they've scrapped the worst of the synths and things, mm-hmm. which. 
are just something I just really, really hate. This is the guitar um, comeback album. Yeah, and so I think that was the one thing that saved it for me. And some of the songs at least sound like they're trying to do something mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily pulling it off, but at least yeah. they're trying. And I, I think didn't, didn't the new guitarist sort of had a hand in writing or or yeah, arranging who some comes of these. In at this point? Uh, is there anyone new for this one? Can't think. I haven't. No, no, right. So yeah. So this is ten years. It's worth saying, isn't it? It's ten years since Free as a Bird. Right. So isn't this the same guitarist who is live? It's Thompson, the bassist, has gone. Right. Doogie's so it's gone. new bassist. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah, the new guitarist, you're right, did come in for this, and I think he's the one they toured with, which was the um, yeah. when I saw Ninety Seven would be the same guitarist I saw when I saw him live. I thought I'd made a note of them of that person coming well, in. Maybe it was previous album. It's the uh, Crowded House guitarist. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, Cliff uh, Cliff Hugo's the new bassist. What right. a name. <laughs> I did find it interesting that it's a hard world. World, yeah. Uh, it starts with that, like, I mean, it's a ten-minute epic to start with. Yeah. I know, but it starts with that kind of wanky bass playing. Yeah, it's like, hi guys, we have a new bassist. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. And sooner or later, sounds like the beginning of Badge. Right. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what you 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 guys were talking about earlier with the awful Franglais. Mm. Say what. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you win, I lose Blues was the biggest band. single, wasn't it? You win, I lose is the biggest single from this one. Which yeah, I, don't I didn't really know there was any singles, why. was there? Well, I mean, it didn't chart. Oh. <laughs> it did. Weirdly, I think Switzerland, I think it is, uh, seems to continue loving Supertramp. <laughs> so all of like all the singles from this oh, album, all the singles from this album, and all all of the latter albums yeah. all got top ten in Switzerland. Right. Um, I'll never go in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't! I've been to I've been to Geneva. It's sinfully boring. Um, <laughs> um, get your act together. Well, quite <laughs> horrible middle-aged man, white reggae funk blues thing. Oh yeah. my god! Mm. I could live without. Could live without you. <laughs> yeah, blah. Nothing. Trapped. But ultimate worst song here is where there's a will. Just end, just oh, yeah. end, just cut <laughs> yeah. the cord. Yeah. It's been seventy minutes. My words. Oh, Rick, cabaret vocals. I've, I've said it does at least feel like a closer. It's a mm. fair play, but it is boring, very, very boring. Mm. And is the most. Uh, there's a few times where I've thought Rick's songs sound a bit Randy Newman-y. Yeah. And this one's the biggest example <laughs> yeah. of that. I'm a, yeah. I'm a Randy Newman fan. I quite I like Randy Newman. Um, but the reason I'm a Randy Newman fan is because he's a brilliant lyricist. Mm-hmm. Davis ain't. <laughs> so he hasn't got that to fall back on. Oh, God. <laughs> Say what is eight minutes as well, oh. by the way. Why? Exactly. Uh, exactly. The songs are at least appa- we were least appalled by here. My, I've just sort of say my worst one overall, sorry, mm. was um, And The Light. Okay. Which, again, is that kind of soft, that horrible soft synth ballady mm. thing that I hate. Yeah. My only note for it is capital letters, yuck. <laughs> did, did you do your over, over, overall worst, Tim? Overall worst? Mm. There's, there's too many to choose from. <laughs> Absolutely. My, my, my least worst <laughs> was It's a Hard World. The track one, I could sort of tolerate that. Yeah. It's, it's a chilled groove. Yeah. Um, but then it just goes swiftly downhill. Yeah, yeah. Everything beyond that, really. 
Um, yeah. I think my least worst as Tim's well eloquently put at a title track and give me a chance my, my least worst purely for my love of Latin jazz and the fact that Supertramp are bringing in a completely new influence they've not used before is sooner or later right yeah, very Santana very yeah. Latin <laughs> bloody cowbell <laughs> god I hate the cowbell I mean my, the worst thing about this one I've got as well is just how it's such a pointless comeback mm. After yeah. 10 years, yeah. why bother coming back with something that no. is just essentially, most for the most part, rehashing bad versions of what you've done already? Yeah. I mean... And and so behind the curve. Yeah, this is this came out the same year as OK Computer. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, came out wow. the same year as, um, you know... Uh, uh, homogenic. Homogenic by Björk, yeah. Um, uh, Massive Attack, uh, yeah. Metzenin, yeah. Portishead. Portishead Dummy. No, I put it said second debut. album, sorry. Oh, self-titled. Uh, yeah, yeah, self-titled. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just music was... Fat of the Land. Fat of the Land. I've got more on this for Homework. Slow Motion. Pardon? Homework by Daft Punk. Yeah. Like, all of these amazing kind of electronic and pop albums that are completely pushing things forward. Yeah. It makes this sound 10 years older than it actually is. Mm. Yeah. It's funny, I said to you before, Chris, this is the year I saw them yeah. play. Um, so they must have been touring that album. Where where did you see him? I saw them at um, the O2. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, O2. Uh, sorry, it would have been Wembley then. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah it was Wembley Arena, mm-hmm. not stadium. No, um, <laughs> definitely not at this point. <laughs> no, um, and it wasn't full. Um, but the tour wasn't called "Something's Never Changed." It was mm-hmm. called "It's About Time Tour." Right. Um, and I haven't had a chance to check the set list out, but I bet there was maybe three or four at the most from songs this. from this album on that mm, mm. on that set list. The rest would all have been like the classic mm. biggies, mm. which means they didn't they didn't really commit to it either. Did it's they? about time for a good Super Tramp song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's about time he wrote something decent. Yeah. Oh dear. Terrible. And now, yeah, going off that theme where we were talking about. Contemporary, um, contemporary. So, mm-hmm. 2002, we had in the world of hip hop. Um, I know this Super Trump are nowhere yeah. near there, but um, but just as an idea of what else was going on at the time, yeah. Any idea in search of the Neptunes, obviously, yeah. Well, um, um, the most influential production team in the world at that point, mm-hmm. other than Timberland, who yeah. was making Justin Timberlake's Justified, yeah. Original pirate material was basically well, yeah. putting a blueprint for the future of British uh, um, yeah. urban music. Um, Worship a tribute by Glassjaw. Um, even in the world <laughs> of prog pop, you could argue. Yeah. I know it's not a big album of theirs, but it's yeah. certainly a favourite among fans. Is the Hullabaloo soundtrack by Muse? Yeah, yeah. They were they were at the top of their game then. Yeah. Um, Songs for the Deaf, two thousand and two. Sigur Brackets album. Yeah. Amazing year for music, and this and really puts into context how dated this one is. Sounds straight out of nineteen seventy fucking five. Yeah. It's and which is so deliberate, sad. right? Yeah, it's, it's got to be sad deliberate. that they bothered carrying on doing this. I mean, uh, so it's five years later from the last one, and it's got this. I mean, I my my biggest thing for this, Dad. I don't think you get this reference, but I'll explain it and show you the clip later because you'll get it. <laughs> uh, it it is Member Berries the album. Yes, Can it's a South Park it? thing. Yeah, but All right. like. It basically it's it's an it it's what it was about like was it about the Star Wars reboot or something or not the reboot you know the, yeah, the last yeah, yeah. trilogy yes basically that idea of making something that is purely just all it's 
the reason people like it is it's triggering triggering memories and um, right. and south park were making the link between that and the rise of uh, trump yeah yeah so it's that is all it is for me as an album it's it's they keep getting like they get the the school intro harmonica in at one point mm. just throwing all these little signature sounds from the 70s of their heyday and just to kind of make people go oh yay that's super tramp like mm. pointless yeah and again, longer than I thought. I, I went into doing the notes for this one thinking, oh, this was quite a short one at least. Yeah, yeah. No, it's nearly an hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's another eight minutes, 26 ends track. Yeah. Dead Man's Blues. I mean, yeah. Oh. I think, Ollie, I think you mentioned to me when uh, a while, a couple of weeks ago when we'd done first, started listening through to some of these albums. I hadn't picked up on it and first listened through and then second one I did and it's my worst thing about it overall is how bad the production is. Yeah. Right. Absolutely dismal. It's is basically that, self-produced. I'm going to say self-released, they, self-produced pretty they much. couldn't pay anyone to come yeah. and do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right, Rick. <laughs> um, Dead Man's Blues is actually my favourite. Yeah, same. Is it? Yeah, so oh, yeah. I like the end. I've got that just as a dull blues song with just brass, it is. brass solos over a repetitive beat. It is, but the outro is, you know, a rare glimmer okay. of yeah. something a little bit special. Yeah. Um I like the breakdown in 10th Avenue Breakdown, that little bit where... 10th Avenue Breakdown as opposed to Freeze Out, unfortunately. Right. And, I don't know, it feels like there might be a bit of a deliberate nod there musically as Mm -hmm. well. Springsteen song from Bourne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't mind the the little funky bass parts in uh, Be In Your Bonnet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Broken Hearted, dismal lyrics, but quite bouncy. Yeah. And... Mm. that's another one that's the one that I actually made the biggest note about with the um, lyrics uh, I mean my first note for Broken Hearted is I remember so that's the biggest one <laughs> um, you got because you've got the you've got the like dreamer style piano thing mm. it in and stuff again but the lyrics here is a section in the middle like the middle eight bit where he goes, I wrote a letter, I couldn't get her, some other fellow was going to tell her, the kind of weather, you need a sweater, it's getting wetter. This is the best bit. Drink Amaretta. Fucking hell. <laughs> just throwing words around. Light as a feather, ain't no one better, you're wearing leather, ain't nothing better, I'm going to rent a spiffy Lambretta, I want to wed her the day I met her. What? <laughs> is that tumbleweed I hear? <laughs> I mean, it, what, mm. the biggest sign as well that this was an unnecessary and pointless album they'd run out of things to say completely mm. is Gold Rush. Yeah. Which oh, was actually... Was yeah. written in 1970. <laughs> it was written in the sessions for the first album. Wow. A country song. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like line dancing, anybody? It was, it was written by, it was written by um, Richard Palmer. Right. There you go. Um, and they used, they used to be their set opener and everything, everything they did before Crime of the Century. Right. Gosh. Uh, and they tried to record it loads of times, never quite were happy with the results of the yeah. studio version of it. Decided for some reason they were this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my, 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 my absolute low light here is Over You. I think it's a, a, absolutely terrible. Over you. Glenn Miller beginning to a bloody <laughs> corny ballad. It's just yeah. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, what were you going to say there, Tim? Uh, no, that really. <laughs> um, I don't know about you. Did you guys? So this was a YouTube one. Yes. Weirdly, on the official YouTube uh, 
the official Supertramp YouTube channel where they've mm. got the playlists for these albums yeah. and remasters, the opening track, Slow Motion, isn't on there. Oh. For me. Oh, the, self-t- the, the title track. I had to go elsewhere and find it on YouTube. Mm. I mean, it wasn't worth it. But <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have worried. Yeah. <laughs> Just odd. I wondered why that was. Cause nothing I could find out about it that meant... You know it. what? Actually, to your member berries point, yeah. right, in the... Um, YouTube playlist I found for this album, yeah. they had a music video for Broken Hearted. Oh, okay. And it was total member berries. Really? Like, stills of Just Hodgson. Clips and things. Oh, what, Hodgson as well? Yeah. Random. <laughs> Very odd. Baby come back. Yeah. <laughs> Save me from this dismal, dismal album. Yeah. I've got 10th Avenue Breakdown as my worst, actually, in the end. Just, Fine. I think for the length more than anything. Yeah. No need for it to be that long. No. Absolutely not. And my best thing about it is there are some moments where individual instruments are able to shine, such as the Dead Man's Blues sax and yeah. things like that. See, I've got down as little by little being my least offensive track. Yeah, mm. but that was but, all right. But, and I've made a couple of notes about it, but I can't remember it. I thought it had, it had quite a Huey Lewis and the news vibe to it, actually. So that's, it makes sense that you I, might I can't like he- it. I can't hear it. I can't remember No, it. I can't actually remember how it went. <laughs> that's one uh, of the things that... How sad that yeah. it has to end this way. I know. Thanks, fellas. But, <laughs> but this has been some of the most fun I've had on the podcast in a while, just slagging this band off. <laughs> oh, no. no I'm, I'm sorry, Tim, but you set us up for some lovely sour grapes. <laughs> <laughs> some wonderful schadenfreude. Yeah. <laughs> That is a problem, isn't it? Because bitterness like... does make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I think some of the bit, like the self-titled one, as much as you don't like that one, Dad, that's been a big discovery for me. Yes, one mm-hmm. where I gladly will pick up a cheap vinyl copy if I find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a copy of Crisis, What Crisis, mm-hmm. and that one for me has always been the one I've never quite got. Right, yeah. and I do now, having mm. as a result of doing this. So I've got those two, if nothing mm. else, that have come out of this as highlights. I have a band. From this era that I've heard yeah. more than what I had already. Yeah. And now I know I don't really like music from this era. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's better out there. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Oh. No, like this whole dad rock thing, mm-hmm. it's always been more Chris's thing than yeah. mine. Yeah. We've we've had several yeah, yeah. conversations about it over the years and <laughs> Well, at the end of the day, there isn't always nostalgia associated hmm. with with this sort of music. If mm. if if you weren't exposed to it at the time, then yeah. why would it have that much, as no. much meaning? No, indeed. Yeah, indeed. Although I would say, I mean, I, I think Super Jam at their best for those two or three albums that we've all sort of picked out. Really, mm. yeah. Uh, I would still go and sort of listen to regularly, um, not just for nostalgia, just because I I like that sort of construction of song, which turns out. I'm a prog fan, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> Little did you know. Different sort of... But, <clears throat> but I can't see him. I still don't see him as prog because I think no. they're a bit too poppy and rocky to mm. be... This is what I think... This is, but, I but, think but, if you're going to say but, one I mean, big positive... But, I mean, Pink Floyd wrote Another Brick in the Wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Led yeah. Zeppelin wrote Communication Breakdown. Yeah. yeah. You mm. know, these... Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I do. I do think if you're gonna if you're gonna say one big positive thing about them generally as a band, especially that era, I don't. I don't think there was anyone else quite doing the same thing. No. No. Really. No. And they're very clever musicians. Crikey. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. They were, what they were constructing. Very, come up extremely with. inventive. Mm. 
definitely. Very unique. So now we throw over to our Niche of the Better top five on top five songs involving anything to do with breakfast. So hit that jingle, please, Chris. The Niche of the Better. So, our Niche the Better Top 5 on Top 5 Songs involving breakfast. Don't be that, be that food or, you know, just drink. Just, just breakfast. Just breakfast, based off. Breakfast in America being one of Super, Super, Tramp's, big, uh, Super Tramp's biggest hits. Gosh, cannot talk today. Thinking about it, just just as a heads up, I think I only did food in the end. Okay. Which is frustrating because there's plenty I can think of now with drink, but I just didn't. I just my brain didn't go there. Mm. Make it more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, so yes, got some honourable mentions first. Uh, Tim, did you have any? Well, yeah, that I, I, didn't I, quite make it top five. Yeah, just generally want to make give a shout out to. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I mean, I mean. I think what what didn't quite make my top five was Fats Domino. Okay. Blueberry Hill. Ah, oh, nice. clever, yeah. clever boy. Blueberries on your cereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've got lots of fruit here. Blueberry muffin. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, see, I didn't think fruit at all. Uh, right. Continentals. See. Uh, <laughs> you just went for your standard big English. Well, no, I've got I've got one that involves fruit, but okay. the fruit wasn't the main. A couple that involve fruit, but I've got weren't. I've got one that I think you might have. Okay. So I'll, I'm not saying it. Oh no no, go for it. We'll just mute our reactions. Eggs, <laughs> eggs and sausages. Do you mean eggs and sausage? Probably. I'm guessing you mean Tom Waits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I thought, oh, Chris was going to have to have that. I'm sure he is, um, and. Uh, Lebel was a, a big, of course, one for me, but I didn't want to. I didn't put it in. Which one? Sorry, Lady Marmalade by Lebel. Ah, mm. <laughs> yeah, Pad- Paddington's favourite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and her rule harness, as it seems. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Um, Johnny Cash. Okay. Dirty old egg sucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> It's a bit of a strange song, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and the lyrics are a bit... Iffy? Yeah, I mean, a, partic- a, 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 a quicker excerpt here. Yeah. He's always killing my chickens, that dirty old egg-sucking dog. I'm going to stomp on his head in the ground. I mean, and it's that's the sort of thing that goes on throughout the thing. Basically, he hates his dog and he's going to kill it. But... Definitely not repressed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, there's one here that I'm sure you're going to mention, so I'm not going to. Um, uh, my last one I'll, I'll, I'll mention here: Kinks. You won't have got it because it's not food. Uh, have a cup of tea. Oh, what a song! <laughs> Great song. <laughs> I've got it as number six. Right, lovely. That was okay. Kev Joe and I's uni anthem. Right. Almost every day, whenever someone put the kettle on, someone would blast that song on. <laughs> Granny's always raving and ranting, she's always puffing and panting, and she's always screaming and shouting, and she's always brewing up tea. <laughs> Good old Ray. 
Right. Um, I'll go through some of mine. Um, yeah, like I said, I've, I've, I've got a fair few fruities here, so <laughs> I'll go for all them. Um, Led Zeppelin, the Lemon Song. Yeah. Um, raspberry Beret. Nice. Prince. Ah, yes, of course. Um, Jack Johnson, Banana Pancakes. That's, that's one of my fruit-related yes. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got him in there. Um, Jeff Buckley and Strawberry Street. Nice. Um, Peaches by Presidents of the United States of America. Um, Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar High. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's good Greek uh, breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Harry Styles seems like a nice boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put that in there. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Go on then. Let's do some of yours. Uh, have I got any? I've got one other fruit-related one, which is mm-hmm. Blink One Eight Two Toast and Bananas. Mm-hmm. From I think it's on Cheshire Cat and Buddha. Right. It's an early Blink song. <coughs> yeah. Basically, is what you need to say. Um, I've got. Yeah, I think that's my only fruity ones. Okay. Can I put one more fruity one in? Yeah, Go on. A banana boat song. Uh, clever. Array <laughs> belly funty. Uh, I've got a couple. So DJ Yoda. Okay. Uh, Love him. Had a whole album called um, Breakfast of Champions. Brilliant. And a song on that is Super Cereal Syrup. Excellent. Uh, and he has another song on a different album just called Breakfast Cereal. Yep. So there's two two yep. good ones there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iggy Pop has a song from his terrible 1981 album Party. Uh, called Eggs on Plate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's alright. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, Knocked Loose on their 2015 split EP with Damaged Goods have a song called Bird Toast. Excellent. Uh, Love Knocked Loose. Where should we go? Um, I've got a few more. Go on. Um, got, um, right, so, Dippy Eggs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's uh, a soft-boiled egg. Yeah. Um, with cut with toast cut up into strips for dipping. Sometimes call them soldiers. Yeah. M and M like toy soldiers. Oh, <laughs> goodness me! Yeah, I you can't do that. Also for Bob Marley, Buffalo Soldier. Is that? I mean, that's a breakfast I genuinely have had. Soft-boiled egg with toast soldiers and a bit of hot sauce. Oh, they are then. Perfect. Buffalo soldier. <laughs> or buffalo mozzarella in a breakfast burrata. <laughs> um, last ketchup. Asere ha. Aha. AKA the ketchup song. Because oh. what are you going to have a bacon salmon sarni with? Yeah, yeah. Um, placebo with special K. I'm sure you got that. I did not think of that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. This is slightly tenuous. Um, four tops, sugar pie, honey bunch, honey. Honey, okay, yeah. yeah. And um, what else have I got here? Um, Calice with milkshake. You can have a milkshake for breakfast. If you wanted, yeah. I suppose. Protein shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not quite milkshake because there's no milk in it. <laughs> and um, I'm sure you got this one. Pork and beans, squeezer. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I've got Art Brute Awkward Breakfast okay, from their lovely. 2018 comeback Wham Bang Pow Let's Rock Out <laughs> that came out on Alcopop bloody love Art Brute <laughs> includes the line last night you were being rude with me now we're eating bowls of muesli <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pink Floyd Alan's Psychedelic Breakfast lovely uh, from um, Atom Heart Mother mm-hmm. the epic closer yeah uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's odd in in the most Pink Floyd yeah. way. P- 
Panic at the Disco, Nails for Breakfast, Tax for Snacks. Of course. Oh. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Off the iconic Afivi You Can't Sweat Out. Axes, Rainbow Bacon. Brilliant. Not one of their best, I don't think. It's not one no. of the ones I enjoy more, but worth a mention. Mm-hmm. AFI Serial Wars. <laughs> uh, from Answer That and Stay Fashionable. Yeah. Sunny Day Real Estate, Waffle. Excellent. <laughs> from LP2. A waffle's in there. Uh, Lead Belly, Ham and Eggs. Ah, nice. Uh, as well as um, Ham and Eggs from A Tribe Called Quest's debut. Brilliant. Uh, and then my last mention uh, that just missed out is Method Man and Red Man Serial Killer. Spelt cereal, as in breakfast cereal. <laughs> I've not just cheated. No. <laughs> good. Good, good. I've got to just mention sure. a really awful song I found by Adam okay. and the Ants. Mm. Okay. I found this as well, yeah. Never oh. trust a man with egg on his face. I mean, <laughs> what? And, and a line from it is, she heard a voice from outer space saying, never trust a man with egg on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wisdom of the Stars. And then there's <laughs> Toast by Street Band. Don't know that. Which is Paul Young. Ah, uh, right. Before he was in, in, in anything else. Okay. And that's just talking about Toast. <laughs> Your number five, please, Tim. Right, my number five. Mm. So I was thinking, can I get Delamitri on their playlist? <laughs> <laughs> so I joked with Ollie about this. <laughs> was it after that? Before the gig on Before Saturday. Before the gig, as we were on our way there. I said, you think Supertramp was bad? I mean, he could have chosen Delamitri. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have food for songs. It's too. It's just food. That's not That's not breakfast. So I had roll, roll to me. A breakfast roll. Mm. McDonald's do a breakfast roll. If you've got yeah. bacon, it's yeah. a breakfast roll. Well manufactured. Well <laughs> Mr. Beale's infamous bacon roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, teacher, Chris and I. Poor man. Your number five, Chris. Uh, my number five in the end is Weezer Pork and Beans. Yeah, lovely. I, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't no. resist the chance to put that song on. Absolutely there. not. Um, staying with the fruit from earlier, um, Kendrick Lamar, the black and the berry. Nice. Post um, Mr. Morale and the Hot Steppers coming out, I've gone back into a massive Kendrick phase. So, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Number four mm. uh, Black Coffee in Bed Squeeze. Ooh. Nice. It's a good song, actually. It's from the, from the Sweets from a Stranger album. Weird oh. title. Crikey. <laughs> 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 but it's a good did, song. Uh, did, yeah, did, you, did Jules find out about Jimmy before he went to the BBC then? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, yeah, no, I heard that one. Yeah, mine nice. too. Uh, it's a good song. Uh, my number four mm. is a double whammy. Ooh, because it's the song "Toast." Yeah, by the artist Coffee. Right. Wow. Uh, who? I mean, I don't know if you listen to Coffee, but she's brilliant. It was a hurdle. Uh, yes, year. yes, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. So her Rapture EP from 2019 has got this song on it, but uh, she's probably the most exciting modern reggae artist that I've heard in quite a while. Great, yeah, fabulous reggae without it feeling kind of. I don't know. A lot of reggae by this point feels like it's just kind of being a bit lazy and mm-hmm. relying on nostalgia and things a little bit. Yeah, this is doing something a bit more interesting with it. Lovely. Um, my number four is nowhere near as contemporary. It's uh, Coffee and TV by Blur. Oh, 
yes. yeah, this is oh, one that we were talking about at one point when we mentioned uh, drinks or not mm-hmm. yeah. earlier on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely nice. would have had it in there if I had bothered to think about drinks. Mm. <laughs> Your number three, Tim. Please. Number three uh, is Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. Ooh. I'm putting all my bags in all my bags. <laughs> all my bags in one asket. Yes, <laughs> an asket. <laughs> or the alternative B side: all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, lovely. 1957, written by Irving Berlin. Ooh, okay. But it's a, yeah, so it's a good Louis Armstrong. Yeah. He Great. basically sings the first half, and she sings the second half, and then they come together at the end. But nice, worth checking out. Nice, nice. Um, my number three has been mentioned. Mm-hmm. Tom Waits, Eggs and Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of his most kind of iconic songs. Like, if you search for it, there's ten at least different versions of it. Right. It's from, it's from Nighthawks at the Diner, which is an album he recorded live. Mm-hmm. So the whole album was just recorded over a few different nights in a small venue. So you hear lots of crowd noise and all this kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. very, it's very early Tom Waits <laughs> in but every way. But he talks about all sorts of breakfast. Films, oh yeah, the he? whole song is is basically what he used to do quite a lot of at the time. It's kind of just a jazz backdrop, and then him just kind of ad libbing over the top of it in nonsensical <laughs> <Food> stuff. <stuffs. laughs> and this this one happens to be generally about breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> My number three. I feel if you don't have this one, Chris, you're going to kick yourself. MC Five with Kick Out the Jams. Oh, you! I even went to say you jammy bugger without even <laughs> realizing what I think. Oh. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yep. Need I say more? It's like out of jams. You're number two, Tim. Uh, been mentioned already. Pork and beans. Lovely. Weezer. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I recognised it and thought, oh, I've heard this. Obviously, you must have been playing it yeah, 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 yeah. before. And I listened to it again properly. And it, that's terrific. And I, just, and I actually love the reason for the song being written. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, because um, a, a record executive said, why can't you just write something a bit more c- commercially acceptable? Yeah. So they wrote that. And then you listen to the lyrics. It's all about... Nice. Why can't I be more like Justin Timberlake? He knows what to do. If I've yeah. got friends with him, maybe I'll have more success, etc., etc. Et yeah. The whole t- Timberland references and things. Yeah. 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 It's basically the uh, the greatest peon to being uncool since Hit to Be Square by Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, yeah. It's a shame that it is the best song on that album <laughs> as a result. <laughs> Which album is it off again, Chris? Red. Red. Yeah. Oh no, Greatest Man That Ever Lived is better. <sighs> It was at the time. It feels yeah. a little bit laboured now. Fine. I still love it, but it, no. I don't know. As a, as just purely a great song. I, think I see what you mean. Your number two, please, Chris. Uh, is, ah, yes. Okay. Kay Tempest with Ketamine for Breakfast. Right. Um, obviously, hilarious title. But <laughs> uh, yeah, Kay Tempest is just phenomenal. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is kind of one of their... I think one of one of their more popular songs from Let, right. them, Let them Eat Chaos. It's one of the better known ones, but it's oh, really, okay. really, really then, good. Yeah, cool. I think that's the last K Tempest release I listened to. Let yeah, I think Chaos. I think they've only had one since mm-hmm. uh, that came out like a few weeks ago. Actually, which is really, really good as well. Sweet. Okay. <sighs> Ooh. This is my most tenuous one. <laughs> oh, God, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are you going to eat your breakfast with? That's right. Knife party. Deftones. 
<laughs> I was ready to accept fork a or knife. spoon. <laughs> I was ready to accept fork, spoon, maybe even fingers. Mm. Knife. Cutlery. <laughs> I suppose you've got to spread yeah. your butter on your toast somehow. <laughs> exactly. May as well have a party while you're doing it. Uh, yeah, sure. Hi, I mean... Are you willing to put a whole sausage in your mouth? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you go up to a weekend, but... <laughs> your number one, please, Tim. Uh, my number one is um, Tori Amos. As is mine. Oh. Cool plate girl. Yeah. <laughs> Good song. I'm Great sitting song. here looking grumpy because, again, did not. <laughs> <laughs> didn't search the cereal brand (laughs) (laughs) yeah fabulous song like perfect weird 90s uh, college alt rock yeah Yeah. left of centre lovely stuff and a weird a weird did you did you read about what the the the, um, uh, inspiration behind the the song I did not it's 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 to do with uh, African female mutilation Oh. So basically, a corn fat girl is mm. someone who pretends to be your friend. Yep. And ends up flaky. Sort of yep. Flaky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas a raisin girl is someone who is thinks who's a bit more sort of uh, open to new ideas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's why she hangs around the raisin girls, and she's not a cornflake girl because uh, quite often the, in Africa, apparently, it's like your family, your mums, or your uncles, aunties, yeah, uncles yeah, yeah, yeah. persuade you to, to go, and then all of a sudden you know that what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, as as a teacher, it's something we get a lot of training on because it's something mm. that's become a lot more in the public consciousness in recent years. But for for a song as that, that came out when that did, yeah. Mm. That's very forward thinking. But a great song. Mm. Uh, I can't believe my number one's not even been mentioned. Uh, it's it's breakfast at Tiffany's. Ah. Of course it bloody is. Well, I, I've <laughs> of got that down it there highlighted as a, as a mention, but didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, I, as soon as I thought breakfast songs, that's the first one that came in my head, and nothing could beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's cheesy as hell, but it's such a good pop song. It's going on our playlist. Yeah. I'm Excellent. an happy boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Talking of being a happy boy, we are in a band. <laughs> we are two members of a band. Well, Chris and I are. Our name is My Eyes Are Old and Bent. We play a blend of post-hardcore and post-metal. And yes, we are giddy boys today. We just found out some very exciting news. So please keep your eyes tuned to our social media. We can be found on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at M-E-A-O-A-B for that announcement when it comes. Oh boy. <laughs> um, this podcast is also brought to you by Grimheart Promotions. Uh, this is Chris and I wanted to put on shows in London and Surrey. Uh, so if you are in a band, if you manage a band, if you are mates with a band and want to shout them out, if you manage a venue, or if you're just interested in cool shows that might be coming up in those areas, uh, give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Grimheart Promo. And leading into which, um, so we're recording this final bit, the top five and the shout outs after mm. our main record. So And since then, we've had a gig. Uh, last Saturday, we put on Fez. Um, Time Cops, Spank Hair and Guts at the Victoria in Dalston. Um, we had a wonderful time. Um, did did really well in the end. Um, didn't lose a great deal of money. <laughs> at least not as much as we thought we might at one stage. And 
all four bands were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Great sports on the day, lovely people. This is it, I was saying to Ollie last night, like the, 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 the best thing for me about all the gigs we put on, and that one especially, was just actually almost, almost it was almost my turn to be in proud dad mode of watching the bands and just how it was just a really nice atmosphere yeah. backstage and just generally on the night, everyone just was really supportive of each other. Mm. and Definitely. Yeah. So I think um, I think Fez are already in our playlist, but we'll yeah, put, as put, our time cops, right? So I put uh, Spanker and Gut songs yeah. in to complement the full lineup. I'll just do the rest of my shout outs while I'm here. Yeah. Um, so bum 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 bum, where have they gone? My bad. Right. Okay. So um, yeah, the other day heard a great new record. Really enjoy it by um, what I later later learned <laughs> were far bigger. I thought they were a bit of a six music favourite yeah. of um, Just uh, Just Mustard um, with their new record Under Heart. Um, got real vibes of Portishead, The Cure, Susan the Banshees and Fontaine's DC from it. Yeah. Just, yeah, well worth checking out. It's only about half an hour long. Yeah, so, I did listen to it probably about a week before Oddie uh, came and told me that he was going to be doing it as a shout out as well. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly everything you've just said. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, the new Panic Piano's Become the Teeth uh, single dropped the other day. Uh, Chris, can you record a name of it? Sorry. Mm, nope. Okay. Top of my head. Sorry. Well, um, yeah, re- really love that band. Their 2014 effort Keep You was one of my favourite albums of the last decade. And uh, while I wasn't particularly enamoured with their last album, Wait for Love, this seems really promising. It's called Genevieve. Mm. Um, got big Radiohead vibes from it, which I really enjoyed. And um, there's a new song. Have you heard this band, Chris? They're called Astronoid. No, I don't think so. I think you really like it, and I think Alex will really like them. It's basically the musicality of a death heaven, but in a major key. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a really posy death heaven. Nice. Yeah. Um, So their new single, like a few years ago, they released the their debut Air, which was really taken to Mm. by like that black gays community. Yeah. Um, but no new single sounding great um, again can't remember what that's called at the top of my head but it's brilliant I'll whack it in the playlist and um, it's uh, Pride Month so this time last year I shouted out the Spotify uh, yeah. Pride Queercore playlist which I'm again going to shout out some brilliant new entries yeah, into yeah, that yeah. unfortunately Frank Turner is on it uh, <laughs> weird yeah well the song about his father yeah. um, <coughs> excuse me um, but yeah, I'll drop a link to that to listen to uh, some cool new bands and, uh, and celebrate Pride Month. Excellent. Uh, Tim, what are your shout- have you got any shout-outs today? Not really, no. Okay. Nothing that's going to sort of fit in your, in your podcast anyway. But, I mean, um, do whatever you want, mate. I've not listened to any new music. doesn't have to be music. Any any TV or film you want to... Or anything? Any yeah, pod- okay. Other podcasts you listen There was to? a very good film that me uh, and, and your mother watched mm-hmm. the other evening um, called... Good Lies okay or oh, Good Lies not sure which it is it's, mm. um, but it's got um, Ian McKellen and um, um, what's her name <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is such a dad shout out excellent not Judy Dench the other one <laughs> Helen Mirren yes <laughs> really good okay yeah cool. worth, worth a watch it's on Netflix I think Fair I know the one you mean actually no you said that mm. fab uh, I've got um, Jules is back mm. uh, I've discovered loads of stuff through Jules Holland over the years just have 
Uh, and it's begun again now that we're out of lockdown. He's able to do his kind of usual format, having lots of people on. Um, a couple of weeks ago, he had a duo, uh, Charlotte Adigeri and Bolis Pupul, <laughs> a Belgian kind of electronic pop duo. Ollie had a little taste earlier, had it mm. on when he arrived. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's very kind of tongue in cheek and quirky, which is why I thought I'd throw it on the Super Tramp episode. <laughs> um, it basically felt to me like a bit of a 2022 take on uh, Jonah Louis. You will always find me in the kitchen at parties. Yeah, there's vibe. definitely oh, okay. that kind of feel to a lot of it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah just really, really good fun. Um, and uh, I've also just going to have to find exactly what it was called because I only discovered this today, and I thought that'd be another good one to just give a quick mention to. Um, London artist Bill Botting and the Two Drink Minimums. <laughs> uh, so um, he he plays in a few other bands uh, around London, but this is um, first thing he's putting out just as himself. Uh, there's only one song out so far, but the full, I think it's like a mini album if I remember right, the length of it, might be a full album, uh, is coming out. It w- will have come out by the time this goes online. Um and the title of it and the title track that I've heard so far, which is excellent, is Bad Times, Bad Times. <laughs> oh, like the Led Zepp song? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the whole theme of the album is basically bad. <laughs> Things are bad. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Love it. So we are on Twitter at BBTS underscore pod. Um, come at us with any super tramp opinions mate, you may have <laughs> or uh, if you just want to chat to us about any of our other episodes yeah we always um, love a bit of feedback love to hear from you out there and um, all that remains for us uh, really is to introduce our next episode so we're going um, after our joint, jaunted to pop our successful jaunted to pop earlier this year with Lady Gaga yes. we are returning uh, to cover the the wonderful, the queen of pop herself. But that's not Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Beyonce. Noles Carter. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, we wanted to give it a surprise for you, Tim, because thought you'd, we thought you'd make a dad comment. Got big boys, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's just Ollie's in a dad. Yeah. <laughs> Imagining what he will say in Got big 20 what? years' time. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> can cut this out. Um, yes. She twerks better than I can. <laughs> I would definitely keep an eye on <laughs> So yeah, um, that'll be in a couple of weeks. Well, maybe a bit longer because Chris is going to Glastonbury. Yeah. Lucky boy. So basically takes a week out of the schedule. Yeah. We'll see how we go. So yeah, um, but we'll see you soon for that. Uh, um we are respectively on at O-L-L-I-E-X-C-O-R-E on Twitter for me, Ollie X Core, and Chris, you are on? At CM Grubs. Fabulous. Um, all our favourite Super Triangle songs from the songs that <laughs> actually available on streaming services. Um, Praise your lucky along with um, Along with our Niche of the Better Top 5 choices and our shout-outs will be added to our Spotify Rank Bang playlist shortly after release. Um... And yeah, if you're looking forward to Beyonce or you've enjoyed this episode or any of our others, do please drop us a five-star review. It's very much appreciated. Helps with the algorithms. Uh, We just hit 3K listens. Thank you very much for 
um, bearing with our bullshit. And um... thanks to that person in Mauritania who gave us a quick listen. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we, we, we love looking at the weird countries we listen to in. And um, yeah, um, so a little review and a recommendation to Power would be greatly appreciated. So for now, uh, yeah, in two or three weeks, join us for Beyonce. But uh, say goodbye, Tim. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, stranger. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris, say say see you to the people. See you, people. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. See you soon.